Live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Regions Business Radio. Regions Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank. Brave the beginning, member FDIC. Now, here's your host, J.D. Mueller. Thank you for that introduction, Mike Salmon. Good to be with you here again on Regions Business Radio. We are uh, coming to you live from the Gas South District in Duluth, Georgia, and um, very happy to be. It's it's such a great location. There's a lot going on here, and we're gonna we're gonna have a visit in just a moment with my good friend Stan Hall. I got a question to ask him to kick that thing off. But before we do, I typically do a little market update or some just sort of market commentary, and um, you know it seems to be on a theme over the last couple episodes of rising interest rates supply chain, um, what's going on in the economy. And I got to tell you that it seems to me, and it seems to us, if you will, those of us that, that do business in Northeast Georgia and in and around Gwinnett County, that some of the national, some of the national stresses aren't really hitting home with us here in Northeast Georgia yet. We, uh, we have a very resilient economy we do see that some home prices are attenuating on the higher end, I would say, while demand remains high, sort of on the lower end. But but from a commercial standpoint, there's a couple things that I would suggest to owners and executives out there is make sure, and we had an episode on this last month, make sure that you are leaning into the, your relationship with your bank. You need to adhere to the concept of no surprises, do not let your bank be surprised by anything that's going on in your company. And, uh, you know, if something's not going right, if you've had a bad month, if, if you've lost a key customer, I'm telling you, as a business owner and as an executive, you are better served by uh, engaging with your bank early and telling them what's going on. Now, that's primarily for our borrowers out there, if, uh, especially if you're, if you're a company, a manufacturer, wholesaler, maybe a professional services company that uses a line of credit, please, please, please be proactive in communicating with your bank. On the flip side of that, your bank should be communicating with you at this time, letting you know what's going on in the rate environment. For example, I think that the market has priced in likely 75 basis point increase at the next Fed meeting. But after the, the market drop earlier this week, there is talk of a 100 basis point, a, 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 an entire percentage point increase by the Fed at their meeting in September. That's, that's not baked into the, to the, uh, to the markets yet. However, there is some talk of that. So you are better served by engaging with your bank early and telling them what's going on. Um, it feels very much like we're, we're, we're at a coffee shop and we're just having a conversation, which is what I like to do. Oftentimes, I get together with my friend Stan Hall, and that's our guest today. Stan, thank you for joining me. Thank you for allowing me to be here. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Here's my opening question for you, Stan. Or I, I'm going I'm to start it with sort of a comment. Everybody knows Stan Hall, but I don't think everybody knows what you do and how you do it. Why don't you tell us all that you do? in and around Gwinnett County in your professional role. I will, and, and first of all, again, thank you for the opportunity to be with you today. And I would agree that a lot of people do know me, as my dad used to say, if you hang around long enough, you get to meet people. And the other thing he used to say is a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. So I think all of those things have been uh, sort of the, 
the path that I've taken. And um, I'm a native Guanetian. Uh, I don't know how many of us are left, but I'm a fifth or sixth generation Guanetian. So I've been here a long time. And my entire professional career has been in Gwinnett County. Certainly now, um, as you know, I'm the CEO at Gas South District. Gas South District is a uh, sort of a conglomerate, uh, if you think of a typical business org chart, if you will. We all are part of the Gwinnett Convention and Visitors Bureau organization. Underneath that are particular business silos. Gas South District is a silo. Explore Gwinnett, which is the tourism leg of our business, is a silo. Uh, the Gwinnett Sports Commission is a silo. And the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, a PGA Tour Champions event, is a silo. All which are answerable to the, the header of uh, the Gwinnett Convention and Visitors Bureau, which is answerable to a board of directors who oversees all of that. So we are a fairly uh, widespread organization full and part-time employees we have about 450 and you know so we're spread we're spread out not only on this campus but we also uh, oversee the golf tournament at Sugarloaf TPC and we also oversee Cool Ray Field where the AAA affiliate of the Atlanta Braves play at Cool Ray and we we manage that facility as well so we got a whole lot of things going on and uh, particularly here as we sit today at the Gas South District there's, there's a lot going on but that's sort of what I do day to day, and that could mean a variety of issues on any given day. So, Well, I tell you what, there's a lot to cover there, and I'd like to start with where we sit. On this campus, Gas South District, we have, we have a, a, a convention center where we're sitting. We have an arena. We have meeting rooms. Describe this facility for those that may not be aware of it. And, uh, and then I have some questions about the arena that I want to dig into. So Gas South District is made up of a convention center. As you said, it's made up of Gas South District Arena. It also includes Gas South District Performing Arts Theater. Uh, so it, it also goes in a lot of different directions. Where we are today is the convention center. And it's typical of what any convention center would be. We are always looking to bring events to Gwinnett County. Our mission, if you will, is always to bring people into Gwinnett, not only for the purpose of public gatherings and public assembly, but certainly also to drive the economy in Gwinnett County. And the Convention Center is a great tool that allows that to happen. As we sit here today, we're preparing for a festival that we have here each year known as Japan Fest. Uh, Japan Fest has been with us for many, many years. Uh, Mike and I were talking uh, before uh, we started today about what a big deal this is for us. Over the next two days, we expect to bring in 20,000 people for this event. Uh, and it's an example of what this convention center is here for. The area that we're in today is a brand new facility. We opened this up in November of last year. It's about a little over 100,000 square feet of ex exhibit space that we've never had before. And then in December of this year, we will reopen what Gwinnett County has always known as our convention center that's been under renovation for the past year. That brings on another two or three exhibit halls, meeting rooms, a grand ballroom. We have a beautiful terrace that's going to go out over the lake for outdoor events. So at the end of the day, it is a incredible facility. Uh, you know, and we're here in Gwinnett, but we serve this entire region. Gwinnett, the Atlanta area, and even beyond as far as some of the organizations who come here for their 
public gathering, conventions, meetings, whatever it might be. So it is an incredible tool for Gwinnett and beyond to have this facility that's continuing to evolve as we speak uh, into what, by the end of next year, we also have a headquarters hotel, as we can see from where we're sitting today under construction. The Weston Hotel uh, will come online by the end of 2023, and it truly will put us in a category uh, that we've never been in before, but one that we're so excited about. So it's, a, it's an incredible operation we have here, and again, proud to display it on our show today. So. Yeah, very much so. Um, not only is the new Weston that's coming up very impressive, this this new facility that we're in now, and and the types of events. I mean, we think uh, maybe, well, well, my son's played in a basketball tournament here. Um, I know that there are chamber events here. You mentioned uh, Japan Fest and and other cultural activities. I would imagine that the availability is open to a wide variety of people seeking to use it, trade shows, corporate meetings. It's, it's a community facility for really for all of Northeast Georgia, not, not for Gwinnett. Is that right? That, that's completely true. And all of those examples that you alluded to are, are certainly the business model that we have going on today. One of the things that I am proud of, though, is that when this facility first opened, it was called the Gwinnett Civic Center. And it was really put here for Gwinnett County public events such as graduations. By the way, we still hold those graduations. In June, May and June of each year, just about every school in Gwinnett County graduates their senior class here. And that's now been extended to some of our surrounding counties who also come here for their graduations. And probably in a time where we could do other things during that week that might have a better monetary return for us. We've been completely devoted to that original premise of being able to serve our community and our partnership, particularly with the Gwinnett County Public School System relative to those graduations is something that we take great pride in. And during those graduation weeks, sometimes we'll have three per day the number of people who pass through our facility to see their children and family and friends graduate is in the 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s of thousands of people who pass through here during that week. So it gives us great exposure for one thing, uh, but fundamentally uh, and foundationally, it, it sticks to our original premise of how can we best serve our community. So that's something we're very proud of. And then on top of that, getting those big, big events that you're talking about that are only going to get bigger as this facility continues to grow. So we're, we're really proud of being able to do both at one time. Yeah, very good. And it makes me think, too, you know, about the, the quality of the, of the facility that you need in a situation like that. But also, if I think about the folks that we hope listen to this uh, podcast, which are business owners and executives, and we know that predominantly all business owners and executives are probably part of some industry group that they may have. Maybe there's a manufacturing alliance or, you know, if it's a Dunkin' Donut franchisee, then they have an annual franchisee show or whatever. You know, there's, there's a couple of local, locally owned and operated child care facilities or daycare facilities, you know, early childhood education type things. So speaking to those business owners and executives that may have some leadership roles in their industry organizations, their the the not the lobbyist groups, but their the, their franchise groups or whatever group they're a part of, how would you pitch 
this facility to them to consider, you know, our facility here for them to bring their, their, their shows to? Well, I think it's an easy pitch. Uh, it's a world-class facility, and to be able to offer a world-class facility to the folks in our area who do business here and who do business on a uh, regional or even a national or an international scale uh, is very unique to have this type of facility here in our area. I think the interesting concept that has developed for us to our advantage, certainly, but certainly to the advantage of the businesses as well, is that we have had people who have come here strictly to have an event, as you just described, who, because of their satisfaction with the facility, have now become official sponsors of this facility. And, and I'll use a, a very easy example. The Mitsubishi Electric Classic, that sponsorship, uh, which is a very high-profile international sponsorship for the PGA Tour event that we, that we own the contract with the PGA Tour, our relationship with the Mitsubishi company started uh, based on what you just described. They would come to our facility for regional corporate events, took place over a period of years, and we continue to develop that relationship. Uh, so when we went out and started talking about bringing professional golf back to TPC Sugarloaf, you certainly have to have some pretty serious sponsors to be a part of that. And we went directly to Mitsubishi Electric, and it was, a, it was an easy sale because they knew so much about our organization. And if you think beyond that, if you think about our official corporate sponsors and people like Delta, people like Coca-Cola, people like Regions Bank, those are people that we did business with before they were actually sponsors of the facility. So we, we think we have a good track record uh, for people who have had their events here, particularly on the corporate level. You know, we have QT and on and on and on who hold many of their large-scale regional events right here on our campus. So it's just perfectly uh, situated geographically uh, off of 85. It, it's sort of so easy to be here, easy to get here, easy to stay here, and that's even going to get better and better within the next 12 months relative to the hotel. So we've had a, a hugely successful uh, run as a convention center and the expansion and the additional uh, square footage that we're bringing on in service within the next 120 days, that's how close we are. We're being approached by people who want to bring events here that we've never been able to accommodate based on a lack of square footage needed. So we're so excited that our level and size of corporate partnerships, corporate events taking place is gonna grow really, really quickly again to a scale and size that we've never been able to accommodate before yeah uh, so it's an exciting time for us on the on that on that scale it certainly is because you come by and you see you know you see the construction going on you see the trucks i know i know it gets sort of you get to a point where you've hit saturation with i'm tired of seeing these trucks we appreciate the work those guys and gals are doing but it's time to get this thing sort of reopened relaunched and going that's uh that's so exciting you also have the arena. I describe that as sort of the sort of the, the the North Georgia concert venue. You have some you have a history of really awesome artists and, and acts and shows within the arena. And and I think maybe not everybody's dying to know, but I certainly am as a guy that likes going to shows. I mean, when shows are making their rounds around the United States, it's the XYZ artist tour. Do they find you? 
or do you find them to come to the arena? Well, I think probably both, but let me brag a little bit about our arena because I think it deserves bragging. And every time I say what I'm about to tell you today, people look at me like, are you telling me the truth? And, and I promise you I am, and we have the documents to prove it if anybody is still skeptical after about what I'm going to say. But the arenas throughout the entire world are, are graded and uh, based on the amount of ten- attendance per year. And it's, of course, certainly it's graded by facilities who have you know, potential for 50,000 plus, uh, facilities who have potential for 25,000 plus. We're in that category of about 13 or 14,000 as far as maximum seating for an event. For the past eight or nine years, and JD, I'm not talking about Atlanta, I'm not talking about Georgia, and I'm not talking about the United States, but I'm talking about worldwide. The Gas South District Arena has been rated in the top 10 in our category internationally, worldwide, as far as attendance. So that speaks volumes about how I can answer your question. Do we look for them or do they look for us? And the answer is both. But when you look in the professional industry magazines and you look at the ratings of the large uh, assembly buildings throughout the world, and there's Gas South District in Duluth, Georgia, sitting at number seven, sitting at number eight in the entire world, those people that are putting on these shows, promoters, they go, Okay, that's probably a good place to be. And that, you know, that bodes well for us. But we are very aggressive. You know, we compete head on, head on with all of the Atlanta venues. Uh, we've always had a great track record. If you think about the events just coming up by the end of this year, we have the Judge uh, Tribute Tour coming. Just announced that th- there's a series of guests who are going to join that that we didn't know it's turning into a really, really major event with top-notch talent who's going to be here for that judge tribute. Last week, we announced uh, Adam Sandler's coming to our facility for a comedy tour. The phone's been ringing off the hook. We haven't even put those tickets on sale yet. So it's a, it's a great, great time for us right now. And again, as with the convention center, we think it's going to get better and better based on this entire campus environment that very few people have an opportunity to put this this accumulation of facilities together all in walking distance. So we're excited about that. Yeah, and, and, and we've said excited a couple times and rightfully so. You know, Stan, you and I absolutely and certainly value our friendship. Our communication with one another was at its height probably at the beginning of the, the, the COVID pandemic, you and I were talking very regularly about what was going on with the pandemic, how it was affecting the bank, how it was affecting the venue at the time. How has it been coming out of the pandemic in regards to space being utilized in the convention center as well as the arena? Well, uh, you know, the conversations that you're talking about, there was times where I probably thought you might put a block on my phone number I was calling so often. <laughs> That's that's how concerned I was. But our industry took the biggest hit, I think, in its history based on COVID and, and because of all the obvious reasons. It wasn't that our facility had dropped at all. It wasn't that guest, guest artists weren't wanting to come here. But based on mandates by our state government, by our federal government, we weren't able to have people in our building. So we took a tremendous hit for a period of uh, probably a full year. 
you know, the, the programs that were offered not only to our industry, but to all people relative to PPP. And that was a lifesaver for us, quite honestly. Regions Bank uh, is the banking facility that we use to get to that. We certainly have, I think, have crawled back out of that by now. Our numbers are back up almost categorically to where they were pre-pandemic. Staffing, uh, we're still trying to get back on track with that, as everybody is. But the business model itself, uh, I think we are back at a level where we were pre-pandemic. And, uh, you know, we expect to surpass, and, and if you think about that being 2019, I guess, we expect to surpass that in 2023, which really is a, is a statement that I wasn't sure I was going to be able to make for maybe another year or so. Uh, but it was, um, it was a stressful, stressful time for everybody, right, J.D., including the banking business. It was a stressful <laughs> yeah. time for everybody. But, you know, we, we did uh, with great support from our partners, uh, certainly including Regions Bank, who really guided us through that very scary time. But we do think we're back now and, uh, and, and very proud of that fact. It certainly feels like it. I've been to a couple of shows of late and uh, been to uh, things here at the convention center. Um, it just feels whatever normal is, it feels sort of back to normal over here. And it, it's nice. You know, I want to go back to something that um, that's important on this podcast and it's important in our business. And, and, and you mentioned it. I know you realize what you said, but I think it applies to business broadly in today's world. And it's this. When you were looking for a title sponsor for the PGA uh, Champions event at TPC Sugarloaf, it was, I, I don't, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, it may not have been easy, but your, your network that included Mitsubishi Electric at the time, the relationship that existed with that entity allowed for a pitch. And, and I bring it up in that way because... There used to be a time when salespeople would sort of cold call or just, you know, make a call and try to build a relationship, something to, to initiate a new relationship. In business today, it seems like there has to be a relationship that started long in the future before it actually comes to fruition for a sponsorship or for a banking relationship. And and I just I wanted to acknowledge that because the Mitsubishi Electric Classic is a fantastic mm -hmm. event, and I'm no, and I know that they are excited to have the exposure they get from that. It is um, it's well attended. You know, last year uh, you had some very high profile names in the field, and they come and they play a great golf course that we have in town. Outside of the fact, so you mentioned some really impressive names that that support the the, the entire facility here. I don't know how I want to ask it, but but when you think about your relationships, I want to talk about the relationships with those sponsors. You know, how long are some of them? What does it take to build those relationships in a business like yours that may be different than other businesses? Well, that's a good question, and uh, I, I do consider myself to be a relationship person, not only in business but in my personal life. Relationships are key to success. I don't care what you're doing. So the, if you think about the logos you see all over our campus right now, including yours, but just think about we are in a building called Gas South District. Gas South certainly is a, a very, very well-known company, not only, only in Atlanta, but in the Southeast. But Gas South is a company we've known for a long time. 
the CEO at Gas South is a personal friend of mine based on a relationship that was built a long time ago. And that relationship, we just signed an a official automobile deal with Kia Motors. And that was based on a relationship I had with their chief marketing, marketing officer that goes back 15 years ago. So, you know, it, it is all about uh, developing relationships. As I said, some of those started 10, 15 years ago based on an event they had here that might have been 30 people who attended that event. But just keep on keeping on with them and saying how much we appreciate them and trying to do all we can to to not only bolster our business, but to bolster their business through this campus. And it's proved to be very, very productive for us. But every day, every day, I'm looking for opportunities to meet people, to let them know who we are, of, of companies and uh, corporations that I'm, that I'm not familiar with yet, but I'm constantly reaching out. And at the same time, trying to make sure I do everything I can to, to continue those great relationships we have that has brought us to where we are now. Yeah. So it is all about relationships, and, and um, it's something that I take a lot of pride in and something I spend a lot of time on trying to make sure that they are, uh, you know, continue in the level that we have them now. So it, It's amazing. Um, if you go back and you look at our uh, podcast library, we have a podcast episode from some months ago called It's All About Relationships. And, and there you just said that. And, and I wanted to hear from you because, number one, you are very good at it. And number two is because we value the relationship we have with you as well at Regions Bank. I take great pride. You may think it's kind of funny, but, you know, the, the sign on 85, when I'm riding by there and my kids see that Regions come up. And, and then if you think about the fact that every time some promoter or some artist thinks about, you know, a top 10 venue, and then they come on our campus. I say our campus because I consider ours. We're in this together. You know, they, they see our logo. You, you come into Regions Plaza. You're, you're doing things here that, that we're so proud to be a part of it, the success. Uh, we're proud to have been through some rough times together, and now we're seeing the fruits of that and can't wait to see uh, the campus continue to expand. I'd be remiss if I didn't give you a chance to maybe talk about uh, Cool Ray Field for a minute and um, the the Gwinnett Sports Commission. That's probably something that is, in my mind, and you can correct me if I'm wrong for sure, probably one of the lesser-known roles that that you're responsible for. But can you talk about those two things real quick? The Gwinnett Sports Commission is a very, very integral part of our our overall business model. It serves as a conduit, uh, I guess is the best way I can describe it. Uh, Even there's certainly staff that work for Gas out the district, Gwinnett Sports Commission, and Coolray Phil is really answerable. Again, I'll refer back to that org chart. Coolray Phil is really answerable back to the Gwinnett Sports Commission, as is the Mitsubishi event, uh, because they're sort of the, you know, the connector of everything we do relative to sports. But the relationship we have with uh, the Atlanta Braves slash the Gwinnett Stripers at Cool Ray Field. We're in our 12th year of that relationship. The Atlanta Braves recently sold that team to a, a, a holding company called Diamond Baseball Holdings. And the difference in that, I think, is going to be good for all of us. The Braves certainly looked at that relationship as a developmental part of their business, which is what they should be doing. The new company who bought not only the Gwinnett team, they bought all of the minor league teams from the Atlanta Braves. So 
Well, the Braves are going to worry about the developmental aspect of the players. Diamond Baseball Holdings is going to worry about the business. So we think that's going to be to our advantage because they're interested about putting folks in seats, season tickets, uh, merchandise, all the things that are, you know, instrumental in the overall success of that business. But uh, we have a great relationship for anybody who hasn't visited Cool Ray Field. When that facility was built, we went across the country looking at minor league ballparks to try to get a comparative analysis of what we wanted. And I can tell you that Cool Ray Field is one of the finest minor league ballparks in the United States. And, um, you know, it, it's, we take pride in that facility just like we do with our arena here. If you walk into it, it always is going to have a great appearance. Uh, you walk into it, it's always going to be clean. It's always going to have professional folks working in there. And, and that goes a long way, too, as far as trying to talk about those relationships that we talked about a few minutes ago. But Cool Ray Phil is as much a part of our family as anything we do, for sure. And it's such a great facility, as you mentioned, and the the workplace stay aspect of what's been built around it is very impressive, and it it is great for a variety of reasons. Some of the events that you do there outside of baseball, and the fact that you know you mentioned Gwinnett County Public Schools uh, have their graduations here at the Gas South District um, Convention Visitors or excuse me Convention Center. But also some high school teams get to play at Cool Ray Field, I think. And, you know, that's, that's cool for those, those teams that get to do that as well. Just a neat facility. Yeah, and, you know, we, we've really done a lot up there. We do host several high school tournaments up there. We also had, the, for the first time this year, an HBCU event up there, which was huge. Think about historically black colleges and universities in the area to be able to play on a professional baseball field. Highly attended, highly competitive, uh, very talented teams that came there. But it does give those, those teams a chance to play in a very unique environment. And then it gives us uh, a, an opportunity to promote what the facility is capable of doing. So it works well for all of us. But, you know, as you said, with the graduations, we also host Georgia Gwinnett College graduates here. Philadelphia College, uh, they graduate here. So it's a... You know, I think it has a reputation of professionalism uh, for access to be able to promote what that event they're trying to do in those situations, graduations. But across the board, I hope that's the feeling that anybody who puts an event on here knows that it's going to be a first-class operation. And it will be because, because of your leadership the leadership team that you have in place that I'm blessed to know from from a variety of angles. When you think about a first-class location, you think about a first-class facility, we we have that here. And it's uh, it's due to that wonderful team you have in your leadership. And Stan, we appreciate you being with us today on uh, Regions Business Radio. I'll give it back to you if you have any closing comments or anything you'd like to say in regards to your facility here or to the community of, uh, of business owners and executives that listen to our podcast. Well, first of all, thank you for mentioning my staff because uh, I do have a fantastic staff, one of whom's with me today. But our senior staff here that you are familiar with, you asked me when I started our show today, what do I do on a daily basis? Uh, a lot of the things I get credit for simply are based on the success that that wonderful staff does for us on a daily basis. Uh, and I appreciate each and every one of them. As, as to the second part of the question, I would just encourage anybody who hears this show today, if you're looking for a way to promote your business, if you're looking for a location to, to entertain through a hospitality venture, 
through a training venture, what, whatever it might be, give us a chance. I guarantee you, you won't be disappointed with what we show you that we can do for you here. I'll give you opportunities to speak to people who do it all the time and let them anecdotally share with you why they keep coming back year after year after year. But I appreciate this opportunity today. I love our relationship, and I know it's going to continue to be a long one, but thank you for the opportunity to speak today. Yeah, Stan, great, great episode. And let me be the first for those that Stan was mentioning. Come come check out and get your anecdotal uh, sort of testimony. Start with us. I mean, we've we've had business meetings in the arena. We have an opportunity to uh, entertain clients in the arena. And every time, it, it's not a, a sterile what do you need? Let me get that for you type of experience when it comes to Gas South District. You get to know, you know, Robin or Monty, you know, whoever the, the case may be, Bill Marriott, you get, to, you get to know these people and they get to know you. And it's a custom experience to make sure that your event that you're going to hold on this campus is first class and well taken care of. So from our perspective, we would encourage everyone to reach out as well. So uh, with that said, thank you for listening to this episode of Regions Business Radio. I'm J.D. Mueller, and we will see you next time. Regions Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This information is general in nature and is not intended to be accounting, legal, tax, investment, or financial advice. Regents believes this information to be accurate when recorded, but it cannot ensure that it will remain up to date. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation. The information should not be construed as a recommendation of a specific course of action for any individual or business. All Regents products and services are subject to qualification requirements, terms, conditions, fees, and credit approval. 